Wait a minute, I hear something. Everybody, it's that time again. Your favorite show, your favorite podcast on wheels. Who happens to be behind a big semi truck and the two lane is narrowing down to one? This could get interesting, folks. Um, welcome back to the show. If you're new to the show, welcome to the show. Um, I do this show while driving my car down the road and talk about movies that I love or don't love, or you be the decision of that, right? Also doing uh, recommendations from you, the listeners, and um, thought I would talk about one that I'm, I'm very fond of, that uh, I think is way more important of a film than we give it credit for, and that's from 1975, Shivers, by the great David Cronenberg. Oh, how David Cronenberg, how, how weird and wonderful you are. Uh, what a way to, uh, to really... Show us the other side of things. This is a great example of what Cronenberg brings to the table. Um, he's the what-if guy. That's what I like about him. He, it's kind of like if you remember when, when Tarantino came along and he gave the movie industry kind of that shot in the arm that, that we all needed, even though it wasn't really that original. I mean, he, you know, he's the king of taking things and combining it. That's pretty much what this movie is. I just don't think it's looked at from that perspective enough because it really bridges that gap between the original Night of the Living Dead into the 70s until we get Dawn, right? Um, This is his own version of a Night of the Living Dead idea. But it's talking about the, you know, being that Night of the Living Dead came from pretty much during the sexual revolution throughout the late 60s there. Well, this is talking about, you know, what's the repercussions of a sexual revolution, right? Um, Interesting concept. Shivers, 1975, horror sci-fi flick. Uh, A scientist living in a posh apartment complex slaughters a teen girl and kills himself, and investigators discover that the murder had been carrying on experiments involving deadly parasites. Yeah, this this synopsis goes in a lot more detail than a regular synopsis here. But yeah, um, something is going on with all the tenants of this uh, this apartment complex, and I love the setup of this too because you gotta get the uh, the slideshows of all the uh, the bells and whistles of how fancy this place is and how you know why you should invest your money and stay here. It's a neat idea. As far as a cast. Um, got a lot of folks here. Uh, we've got two icons of the horror world uh, that are in this. You got Barbara Steele and Lynn Lowry. Um, both of them are iconic. I mean, they've worked with you know Barbara Steele with with Mario Bava. You got Lynn Lowry with uh, George Romero in The Crazies. So some some heavy hitters here, and that's I'm not gonna go much further with the with the cast here. It, it, that's enough. Uh, it's all you really need to know. You've got a couple of main characters here uh, that tie the story together. 
for the most part, you're following a guy that's a an insurance, uh, well, he just insurance agent, I guess you'd say, who lives in this apartment complex, and kind of like with the uh, the synopsis said earlier, this movie starts off. You got a couple that's coming in and looking at investing and uh, looking into moving into one of these places. And while this is going on, you've got this guy that you don't know at the time is a doctor, but he's chasing down this this girl that's in a skirt. You can tell she's obviously a teenager. And he's struggling with her on the bed. And eventually he gets her on the couch and strangles her, lays her on the table, rips off her clothes, splits her open with a scalpel, which is done in a way that you don't really see anything, but it's done very effectively. Splits her open and pours some kind of acid in her. That's the beginning of this movie, folks. <laughs> come on. That's freaking awesome. And come to find out, as the story goes on, uh, this doctor, Dr. Hobbs, not to mention after he, he pours the acid in the girl, he slits his own throat with the same scalpel and kills himself. And... Uh, Dr. Hobbs is friends with another doctor uh, that's played by Joe Silver, whose name is Rollo. How can you not like a guy named Rollo, right? And he's talking to another doctor that lives in the same uh, complex, who is uh, Roger St. Luke, is the character name, played by Paul Hampton. Um, <laughs> and this dude is cool, all right? He's a cool dude. But uh, this, this Rollo character is telling that Dr. Hobbs was great at getting fundings for the class, or for the, for the school, for the institute. And they had this idea of what if we could build a parasite that you could put into the body and it would replace human organs. Say that you got a bad liver, right? This thing would go in there, eat the liver, and then start functioning as the liver for you, you know? And it'll live off of, you know, the blood supply that's just, you know, it's a parasite, right? But at the same time, it's keeping you alive. So there you go. Here's the magic of Cronenberg taking an idea of what if we had the power to take a parasite and do this? And what are the repercussions, right? And uh, lo and behold, what happens is uh, everybody's becoming... Uh, parasite-infested, horny people. But all they want to do is get it on. <laughs> Again, 75 repercussions of the, the, the sex uh, explosion, right? The liberation stage, right? And let's just face it. He called this one out way ahead. I know it's far-fetched because it's about these uh, parasites, but Come on, man. Sex nowadays can kill you. So, there you go. Um, there's a lot that happens in this movie. But one by one, I mean, you're following this guy that's the, that's the insurance guy. And what happens is this teenage girl that was killed at the beginning was getting around. So now you got several people infested. And it's funny because you no longer distinguish right and wrong. You just got to go out and rape somebody. And... Um, interesting concept because throughout this movie it doesn't matter if you're old, young, 
boy, man, girl, woman, does not matter. Uh, it's a free-for-all, folks. And uh, there's one scene in particular where this guy gets into an elevator with this elderly lady. looks like a grandma and her grandchild. And uh, when the elevator opens later on, they're all infested. And they hold down the security cop and get him infested. Matter of fact, the little girl is the one that does the deed. Now, when I say does the deed, it's not what you necessarily think. I mean, they are, they do, they do want to procreate here. But really what it is is the act of this parasite being passed from mouth to mouth, right? And these parasites look like, you know, slugs. Almost like from uh, Night of the Creeps or something to that degree, right? So that's kind of what you got going on in this flick. And you've got this doctor, St. Luke, that's trying to figure it all out. He's he's uh, he's either married or he's in a big relationship with Lynn Larry, who's, you know, this guy's a doctor. She's the nurse. And uh, they've got a place together. And one night, he's trying to investigate all the stuff that's going on because it's just quickly speeding up in this place. And, uh, you know, he's trying his best to stay clear of everything and make sense of it all. Our insurance guy is definitely infested and he's he's showing us you know what happens with these people when they have this because he's got movements you can see movements under his skin these parasites are in his in his body and they're creating other parasites and he will throw them up from time to time and uh, because they can't they're reproducing but there's nowhere for them to go so they're looking for the other bodies that's what's driving them to want to have sex with these people and pass these these parasites on Wow, well, it's a crazy concept. But uh, uh, even Barbara Steele, who's the friend of the insurance salesman's wife, uh, she's in the bathtub, and one comes up through the through the drain and uh, doesn't go in her mouth. You can take your pick. You get two other picks. Either one will work. <laughs> and. Uh, because that's because you don't really see it either. But you just you just see a lot of splashing and thrashing in the water, some bloody water, and then the next thing you know, she's getting out and she's okay. Until dude's wife comes over or girlfriend, whatever she is, and she starts hitting on her. So uh, and you get that situation where the wife is so confused because obviously the husband is no longer interested in her because he'd been messing around with the young girl, but now he's got this problem with the parasite, so he's not really into anything until the urge hits, then he's got to just, you know, make it out with somebody. And uh, so she's all distraught. She runs over to talk to Barbara Steele because of how bad things are. Well, Barbara Steele makes her move on her, and they do a kissing scene, and you can see a lump in the throat in Barbara Steele, and then you see the lump go over another girl's throat, showing you how it's passed, right? And... As this movie goes on, like I said, more and more people get infested, even Lynn Lowry. And there's one scene where she's talking to her husband, which is St. Luke. And she's talking about this weird dream she had of making love with an old man that was she found kind of nasty. But was talking about how everything is erotic. Again, you're getting Cronenberg here. This is, this is what you get. And she lays her head back because she's, she's wanting to kiss him. And she lays her head back, and he can see the parasite sticking up out of her mouth. And this might have 
the greatest slap scene of any horror movie I've ever seen. Dude doesn't even flinch, right? He don't react. He just lays one on her, man. And you know me. I like a good slap. I like when somebody just hauls off and slaps the crap out of somebody. I don't know why. It just I guess because it's just when it happens, right? I don't care for it when it's a come on person, you know, come on, get your crap together kind of slap. I like it when it's a deliberate, you know, I would punch you, but I'm not gonna, right? But yeah, man, he puts a haymaker on her and uh, throws a rag around her mouth and carries her out of there. So it seems like all the walls are closing in. You've got a very, like I said, Night of the Living Dead, except it's a lot of screwing going on. And uh, it's just getting crazier and crazier. They've, they've blocked off the garage where you can't leave. So you're trapped. Can't take your car and leave. Um, you know, they're, they're taking every advantage that any other kind of, uh, you know, adversary you're going up against would, would do. And... Uh, the interesting twist on this is there's a scene in the swimming pool where our doctor is trying to save his wife, girlfriend, whatever it is, Lynn Lowry, and come to find out, obviously, she's one of them, too. And there's this weird kind of struggle because there's a bunch of people there. They struggle. They get the doctor and hold him. And I'm just going to kind of leave it there. Because, again, the whole point is for y'all to check these movies out. Um, interesting twist to the end of this. And, again, it all it all goes back to this Dr. Hobbs, who uh, our, our Rollo character finds these documents showing that Hobbs was basically wanting to rewind the clock and take us back to a time where... We weren't so civilized, getting back to our general nature, right? Our beginnings of where it's just driven by, you know, uh, our feelings more than anything else. So it's an interesting idea. I really think, and, and to my, this is just my opinion, it's one of those I keep going, I, I, I can't believe we haven't remade this, but really we have. There's two or three movies that kind of run with this premise. It's 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 different. You know, the concept is a little different. But the idea of what's happening in this movie has been done. Uh, if you look at it from a from a sexual perspective of the dangers of being promiscuous, right? Uh, you can name three or four movies right off the bat that kind of deal with that. This one kind of does it first. And again, it kind of calls out some things that makes you kind of go, hey, you know what? People probably should have watched this more back in the day because it makes you think a little bit, right? So, uh, I, I highly recommend this one. I think this is one of the most important horror movies of the 70s. Possibly of all time. It doesn't get talked about enough. Um, but again, it's Cronenberg. And like I said, it's, it's, it's what we call body horror, right? That's what he's kind of known for. He kind of introduced that whole concept, but it's really a what-if. It's taking the scientific what-ifs and showing you the good and the bad of what can happen in a scenario like that. So, highly recommend it. It's a 5 out of 5 for me. Uh, it's well done. It's paced well. Keeps you going. And, uh, I don't know. 
I, I think it's one you should check out. So if you're a fan of Cronenberg and this is one that you missed, don't delay. Go ahead and check it out. But uh, I hope that this makes you want to go check it out. It is on Tubi. It's on there for free. So don't miss the opportunity to check this movie out. All right, folks, that's it for this one. Till next time, we will check you later, Gator. <laughs>